Hey, Meet Cute listeners, we are Likewise, a recommendation app for TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts used by millions of romance fans just like you. Everyone has a romance trope they can't get enough of. Whether you're into dark romantic fantasies, enemies to lovers, or slow burns, you can discover more of it on Likewise. You can search for specific genres, tropes, or themes and instantly get recommendations picked specifically for you. Download the Likewise app today. When my mother passed on to the next realm, she left me with a gift, the gift of grief, the most primal emotion that exists within us, animal, raw, real. She also left me a sizable inheritance that has allowed me to make my life's work myself. Does there exist a greater drama than getting to know oneself? These are the kinds of questions I ask while upstate at my favorite five-star hotel retreat and spa. It was at this retreat where I had my first vision. My vision of James and the trouble he was in. James, you're here, in the dreamscape. It's rare I run into living beings here. Deidre, you have to help me. They're after me. I'm in big trouble. Big. Who's after you? They are. I've made some mistakes. I'm going to lose everything. Gambling? Drugs? James, factory farming? I don't want to put you in danger. It's horrible. It's horrible and it's not... James, wait! Help me, Deidre! Help me! (gasps) I have to get back to the city. I have to help James. I packed my knapsack and silently communicated to my bunkmate that I had to return to the city for an urgent matter. My bunkmate was devastated. Her attachment wounds are pervasive, but she would have to understand. I took the first train in. Train rides are usually relaxing for me. I look out at the landscape and remember my past lives, riding horses across rolling hills and eating wild buffalo and dying from cholera at a tragically young age. But today I just couldn't dissociate, knowing that James was in trouble. I had Kat meet me at the train station for emotional support and to help me carry my bags home. Jesus Christy, what's in here? 50-pound kettlebell? I had to bring all my bowls and instruments. I had a vision, Kat. Was it of my shoulder tearing from carrying this? My God. Actually, you should find a more embodied way to carry that bag. I did have a premonition of an injury for you when I was pulling your angel card this morning. But no, I had a vision that James is in trouble. With Sarah? Because if my fiancé was spending so much time at his studio... He'd be in trouble with me, too. I mean, he's in grave danger. I think it's with drugs or gambling or the mafia. The mafia? The Sopranos isn't like a docu-series, Deidre. It's TV. It's not TV. You're so out of touch sometimes, it scares me. It's HBO! Dee, I cannot keep carrying this bag. We have to switch. My balls! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, when's the last time that the mafia was responsible for a friend leaving a friend group? He's just sick of us. He's in trouble with an external force. I feel it. I guess there was that one time that you correctly predicted the girl that I was dating was going to have, like, the world's smelliest armpits, so... Something I've always valued in Catherine is her ability to shed her ego and engage with the spirit's messages. But with the rest of the group, I couldn't be so sure. Sam and Frankie especially are very attached to the mirage of quote-unquote reality. I needed to investigate and gather some real-world information before bringing my theory to everyone, and I knew the perfect way to do it. 
James! James! Where are you? I'm over here! Come quick! James! What happened to your head? They gave me the head of a coyote because that's what's gonna be eating me after they dump me in the desert. <gasps> My visions had been getting increasingly disturbing. But James was not an easy man to get a hold of. I called on my ancestors to communicate with his ancestors to get him to agree to a cranial sacral session at my apartment. James, come in. Shoes off. Shoes off. I won't be staying. I want to just get that package and I'll be on my way. Okay, so maybe he didn't agree to a cranial sacral session. Maybe I told him that I had accidentally taken a package of his from Sarah's car. Oh, right, right, the package. Um, actually, I think I dreamed that. You, you dreamed what? Uh, the package, um, I don't think that happened in this realm. It happened somewhere, but I don't have a package for you here in, in this realm. You're just realizing this? I came all this way. Mm, my head really is up in the clouds sometimes. How about, since you're already here, I give you a little something, energy work, or... Deidre, I'm guest conducting this youth orchestra thing tomorrow, and I really need to prep. I insist. Just a little light energy work to rid you of this frustration. Dee! Shoes off. Come in. As I hold you by the sacrum and the occupant of your head, just as your mother held you as an infant, feel the soul unwind. Deidre... As I held James, I remembered when we were young and first connecting all those years ago. Cat? Cat, are you okay in here? Cat isn't here. Uh, uh, oh, um, it, hey, sorry, I was walking by and I thought I heard Cat. Uh, so sorry to interrupt. I'm Cat's girlfriend, <clears throat> Deidre. Oh, Deidre. I'm James. James, I know. Um, uh... Are you okay? My mom died, so I may never be okay ever again. Oh, um, can I stay? How can I help you? I don't really have uh, experience with um, dying. M me neither. I don't know if anyone can help. But as we all know, James is not just anyone. Not anyone would have knocked on a door when they heard wails of grief inside. Not anyone would have offered to stay. Back in my apartment, I realized that manipulating James into an energy work session was not going to create the authentic space for him to share what was actually going on with him. Deidre, I'm not in the mood for this. You're right. I'm sorry about the mix-up. You know how I am. My dreams are so visceral sometimes. Look, you haven't been around. Everyone is worried. D, some of us have jobs. Some of us need to make money to get by. We don't all have millions from our dead moms. I know that you lost your father, so you didn't mean for that to be as hurtful as it was. Next time, try to differentiate between reality and the dreams you have when you're asleep, okay? It's not that hard. The rest of us do it all the time. Of course, they're wailing all day, and then the minute Sam gets here... I can't stop laughing. Yeah, I guess I'm just a funny dude. You're connected to your sense of play, and they appreciate that. <sighs> Look, you two. I knew you were dating that shaman. You two were too close. It wasn't right. That was a sacred relationship that transcended the need for traditional labels. Yeah, right. That's what Sam just said. <laughs> That's not where I was going. I think James is in trouble. 
I had a vision while I was upstate. And then the other day, I attempted a cranial session with him and things went really awry. <laughs> you don't say. Drugs. I think it's drugs. No, Deidre. That's me. I have a drug problem. But it's not a problem. I can stop anytime I want. Drugs? I mean, James doesn't do drugs. He doesn't do anything like that. Don't you two remember that time back in college, right before finals? It was right before finals junior year. James and Sarah had been getting more serious, and James had allowed some of his academic responsibilities to fall to the wayside. James! James! Wake up! Let him sleep. His paper is due in, like, three hours! I was just reading that proper sleep is absolutely integral to a healthy libido. Deirdre! Sorry, sorry. Library culture is so oppressive. (sighs) What time is it? Time to focus up, loser. What's going on with you? I might have borrowed one of Sam's Adderalls yesterday uh, to get some work done, but then I didn't sleep. Wait, whoa, so he did Adderall once in college? That's your proof? Deidre, come on, I came all this way. We're all concerned about him, Dee, but do you have any real proof? Besides your visions? He used to open up to me. The session the other day was so tense and guarded. It wasn't the James I know. Most of the group didn't know, but after James lost his father, James and I did a lot of very spiritual work together. I really appreciate you, like, holding all this space for me, or whatever the stuff you were saying. I wouldn't think that burning those little leaf bundles would help, but it helps being here with you. I understand, James. Losing my mom was, well, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I just feel bad for Sarah. I'm not my usual self, and I can't imagine really ever being my usual self again. You won't be. But you'll become a new you who has a deeper understanding of the universe and of love. You don't think I'll be so sad that Cyril dip? I'm having a vision! Could you just chill with the vision stuff for a second? Frankie is tiptoeing around me, Sam is trying to drink my feelings away, and Kat has just totally disappeared. Our culture really doesn't give us any guidance on how to navigate. Yeah, but why can't they just try? I'm their best friend, all of them. I've been there for every single one of them, every step of the way, and when it's my turn, they all... Well, I know for Kat, Mars is in her seventh house, so... And this is you, panicking, leaning on your stuff instead of just actually talking to me like a goddamn person, D. This stuff is how I got through it. I'm sorry. Can I try banging the bull? It takes technique. I got it. I got it. The early morning hours are always when I feel most receptive, most able to be a vessel for the universe's message. The next day, my eyes slitted open at 6.30, as they always do, and I was presented with a clear idea for what to do next to help James. Wow, Dee. It's been a while since you've organized a good old-fashioned seance. I do them every full moon, Catherine. I can't believe you got the boys to come. Is, uh, Sarah... My intuition told me that Sarah was not going to be in alignment with my visions. Well, I hate to say this, but I think your intuition might have been spot on. It always is. Always is a strong word, Deidre. The boys! Oh, spooky! I feel like I should say this for the spirits, I took an edible. Shoes off! Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. D, I'm all in support of tonight. A uh, really compelling reason to ask Leslie to watch the twins. She's not mad about it all, but uh, James is alive. So how are we going to communicate with him? We're going to communicate with his soul family. We're going to ask them for guidance and how to help James out of this trouble. Uh, can we ask my soul family to help me out with this issue I'm having with my landlord? She's mad about this loud music situation the other night, so that'd be cool. Everyone, let's ground. Circle up. Deep breaths. Breathing as one. That was yummy. Okay, no one likes when you say yummy like that. It is incredibly weird. Here, take a crystal. Spirit, you've blessed me with these visions. Help us to see now what to do next with them. How do we proceed? Anything coming through? Shh! At the pace of the universe. You tell the universe respectfully that I have to be at home by 8.30 at the absolute... <gasps> what? What? I felt a chill. They're here. Oh my god, dude, I'm freaking out. Okay, that's edible. It's happening. Coyote Head James, reveal yourself. I was just trying to help myself. Where are you, James? I want to save myself. Are you saying you don't need our help? James! Ah! Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to sneak up on you. It's okay. I was just surprised. You really came out of nowhere. Kind of easy to do when we are nowhere. Hmm, you trickster. I appreciate you trying to find me. You're one of my best friends in the whole world, James. Sarah's been looking for me too. So she knows that something isn't right? Dude, (gasps) where did you go? Am I losing it? What did you see? I'm going to go get some fire. No, don't break the energetic circle. (laughs) I'm scared. Jesus Christ, boys, get it together. Deidre. I didn't see much that I haven't seen before. He just needs us, plain and simple. We need to talk to Sarah. This is more serious than I thought. It's more serious than the drug cartel mafia? Okay, fine. It's just as serious as I thought. Hey, thanks for coming over. This is exactly what I needed. How you doing, Chicky? I haven't seen you all week. Ugh, I know. I have the opening week after next, and I've just been so swamped. And usually James helps me with all of the framing stuff, but, you know. When's the last time James was in the desert? The desert? Like, ten years ago when we drove across the country? Why? Just Deidre being Deidre, you know her. Okay, girls, we have part cheesy, sorry, charades. You okay, Kat? You kind of seem on edge. Maybe a demon invaded her vessel last night. (laughs) What? Sam. What? We did a seance last night to communicate with James' soul family. What? Wait, you did what? It it sounds crazier than it felt. Wait, you were there, Sam? So was Kat. Sam, what are you hiding? You were there too? Nothing. I was there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we all were there. Kind of. I wasn't. So everyone except for me? I can't believe you guys. Sarah, you know it's not in my nature to exclude anyone or anything, but I just felt like maybe you would bring a certain energy to the circle. A certain energy? You mean the energy of a sane person who knows there is no reason to be doing a seance to communicate with my fiancé who is, by the way, very much alive? Dude, it was his soul family we were communicating with. What the hell is wrong with all of you? How many different ways do I have to say this? 
Stop sticking your nose in James and my business. Sarah, I had this vision while I was upstate. Do you hear yourself right now? This is why he hasn't been around. Because all of you are insane. Deirdre, perhaps you most of all. This is a very charged conversation. Stop avoiding accountability for your actions by hiding behind that dense, inaccessible, nonsense language you speak. James told me about the stunt you pulled the other day, Deirdre. He was late for a really important meeting because you trapped him. I'm just trying to help you. Yeah, don't talk to her like that, Sarah. Don't act like you haven't said everything I just said. Well, no, I haven't actually. Sure, not to her face. Uh, Sarah, maybe a glass of water or maybe a glass of wine or- Frankie, you've been playing along with them this whole time too. Break in anywhere lately? Dude. You're freaking out. Maybe you're so defensive because you know there's truth to what we've been saying. Something isn't right here. Like, where is he right now? Where is James? And if you say his studio, I'm gonna scream. Everyone, please. Everything was going all wrong. I had never seen my friends fighting like this. Now I have to admit, Mercury was in retrograde, so miscommunications were bound to happen. But this seemed a little extreme. Look, everyone. I think I'm realizing the mood's a little off tonight. The energy isn't right. So if you wouldn't mind, I want to skip the game. We all solemnly left James and Sarah's apartment. I went home and for the first time in a long time, I wasn't sure if I could trust my intuition. This whole situation had really gone sideways. It already felt like we were losing James. I didn't want to lose Sarah too. From Vogue, The Run-Through, a new weekly podcast featuring the most riveting news in fashion and culture, with Vogue's take on the big stories. Fashion in relation to sports, culture, and politics. From the red carpets and runways to political and cultural events. Bringing you undertold stories from around the globe, with voices rarely accessible and uncommonly authentic. On this season of The Run-Through, Serena Williams, Michaela Cole, Mathieu Blasé, and more. The Run-Through with Vogue. I'm Chloe Mao. I'm Cho Minardi. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.